0: SBS acknowledges the traditional custodians of country and their connections and continuous care for the skies, lands and waterways across Australia. You're listening to Australia Explained, an SBS audio podcast helping you navigate life in Australia.
1: Welcome to a new episode of Australia Explained. I'm your host, Maram Sma'il. Today we're going to talk about starting a business in Australia, which offers several advantages.
2: There's a lot of grants out there, there's more than $70 billion that the government in terms of state and local council have available. Australia supports innovation and
1: entrepreneurship through solid infrastructure, a skilled workforce and government initiatives that encourage small business growth with grants, funding, and tax incentives.
0: There's a rule of law that governs everyone. The legal system, we can say, is transparent. And most importantly, the level of corruption in Australia is low.
1: Australia's vibrant economy and supportive business environment provide an exceptional backdrop for entrepreneurs. Starting a small business here can be highly rewarding, whether you have a unique idea or a passion for turning it into a profitable enterprise. Nadine Connell is the director of Smart Business Plans Australia. She believes that Australia
2: is one of the most accessible places in the world to conduct business. There's competitive tax rates. It's a simple GST system at 10%. It's a simple ABN setup. There's a lot of government incentives out there through grants. I think there's more than $70 billion offered um, Australia-wide. And there's really clear regulations and allowance for you to be innovative. Abdullah Abdullah. An economics analyst
1: based in Sydney asserts that Australia boasts a stable economy. A stable economy serves as a cornerstone for both investors and entrepreneurs alike.
0: Our economy grows steadily, except for a small period of time during COVID where we saw some recession. However, in the past three decades or so, we've been growing steadily, so this is a good indication, of course.
1: Mr. Abdullah adds that Australia also provides an excellent legal framework for business owners.
0: There's good protection for companies, for investors, for entrepreneurs around, let's say, uh, property rights, intellectual property, the IPs. There's a rule of law that governs everyone. The legal system, we can say, is transparent. And most importantly, the level of corruption in Australia is low.
1: Before delving into business planning, it's crucial to understand the business structures in Australia. Businesses can be operated as a sole trader, company or partnership each carrying its distinct set of responsibilities and legal requirements. Mr. Abdullah says each business type has a different way of operating depending on your business aspirations
0: if my aspirations is to be like local small business doing some small services regionally let's say or in my suburbs i don't have a plan to grow it then maybe i would consider having a sole trader or a partnership but if my aspiration is to grow the company as a brand itself to create a value in this brand and maybe later on sell it or sell part of it, then a company would be better. And you have seen many companies that have started very small in garages, and now their brand is worth multi-billion dollars.
1: Once you've chosen your business structure, you must register your business and ensure compliance with local laws and regulations. Ms. Connell says it's a manageable process, and plenty of resources are available to guide you. Most of the information needed to register as a sole trader and obtain an Australian business number, ABN, is available on your state's government website, if you intend to establish a company instead. In that case, Mr. Abdullah advises visiting your accountant to help set up your Australian company number, ACN, with the Australian Securities and Investment Commission.
0: A number that would be unique for this particular business or company. This is from, from registration as legalities. Then we have to take tax and considerations For companies, we have to register a separate tax file number. Remember, for sole traders, the business is linked to their own tax file number. There's no differentiation. But for companies, companies have to have their own TFN.
1: If you plan to hire employees, Mr. Abdullah says you must also register for pay-as-you-go withholding.
0: Which is the way we withhold the income tax from employees and then pay it to the government. This is from registration perspective. Some other businesses require licenses, permits, etc. And there are different insurance as well, different insurance schemes that might be required for different business.
1: He emphasizes the importance of understanding additional legal and compliance requirements that entrepreneurs should know to avoid potential pitfalls. These requirements include setting up insurance policies, among other crucial considerations. Ms. Connell explains.
2: There's general business insurance. There's professional indemnity insurance. If you're providing service, you've got product insurance. You've got you know, food handling compliance if you're part of that business. So again, it depends on the type of business that you're operating, but everybody will need some level of insurance. Public liability insurance if you're going to have people coming into your, your place of business as well. Another critical
1: aspect to consider is the development of a well-crafted business plan, often regarded as a roadmap to success by many. Ms. Connell says
2: researching your market is the first step. Researching your market, knowing who your customers are, how big your market is, where you are operating in your location if you have a physical store, what else is out there, who are your competitors, what you're going to be selling your price your products for and who you're selling it to. So if you can be very clear on those components, then you can position your product or service in the market in the best possible way. If you need financial support to start your business, Australia offers many outlets
1: that you can reach out to Miss Connell shares her insights on the various financing options available to potential entrepreneurs, including grants, loans
2: and private investors. There's a lot of grants out there. There's more than $70 billion that the government, in terms of state and local council have available. Uh, There's private investors as well. That comes down to whether you've got somebody that you know personally that is um, looking to invest in your business or you can offer equity as well. Ms Connell also highlights that the Australian government website business.gov.au
1: features numerous grants listed under the Grants and Program Finder tab. These grants cater to various industries, offering
2: support and opportunities across diverse sectors. People can actually go and search through those, but then they also have state governments. All the state government websites have their own grants listed online as well. And then local council in your local LGA, they often have grants as well. You can reach out to your state department for more information.
1: For example, Services New South Wales can guide potential entrepreneurs throughout the business startup journey. Cassandra Gibbons, the executive director
2: of Service New South Wales Business Bureau, explains: Our business concierge service provides help for businesses finding information on financial assistance that is available for start-up businesses across different areas of government, and connects them with grants and rebates that they're available to them. She
1: adds that each business concierge will talk to their customer and work out what might be available to them case by case and based on their circumstances. Ms Connell advises you to take the first steps towards your entrepreneurial dream. Start researching, networking and refining your business idea. Remember, every successful business starts with a single step. The
2: biggest misconception would be that you have to have a lot of money to do it. You don't have to reinvent everything all at once. You don't have to go from zero to a hundred. You can start slowly and invest as you grow. It can be very daunting looking to start a business and it doesn't have to be if you talk to the right people. Everyone can work together to help that business succeed.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of Australia Explained. Written, produced and hosted by me, Maram Smail. Australia Explained Managing Editor is Rosa Garmian.
0: This was an SBS audio podcast. For more Australia Explained stories, visit sbs.com.au slash Australia Explained.